0: The following is brought to you by The Social Suplex Podcast Network.
1: Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today. At Powerslam.tv.
0: This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BW, This is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich ladder James Boy came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule, see James don't rap so I had to break it down The whole network, man, we coming for the crown Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah I'm saying it's a five Before you hit and talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio and this is the beginning It's rich and I'm here with James, it's time to listen to One Nation we got to we got to the, power the power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Hi, right,
1: this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys
0: know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to the February 17th edition of One Nation Radio here. Uh, I am your host Rich Laddin, Of course, I am here with my co-host James Boyd. It is Michael Jordan's birthday. What's going on, James?
1: Not too much. Yeah, it is Michael Jordan's birthday. I didn't even think about that all day until you mentioned. Yeah. Mm.
0: Fresh off the yeah. uh, All Star Game and Elimination Chamber, we. Uh, this is your Elimination Chamber post show. Fortunately, I'm not streaming this anywhere, so you guys are all going to have to hear it at the same time. But uh, it's all good, James. What you got going on, man? not too much just finished a good pay-per-view by WWE on a on a shitty build
1: and and short uh short build as well and uh Sunday the all-star game I think there's I think a alaska is uh it's on right now or is about to be on but now I'll get to that when I get to that but yeah um good Sunday night man
0: good Sunday night yeah man Uh, make sure you guys are rating and reviewing us on iTunes Podbean wherever you listen to us and make sure you tell all your friends about the Social Suplex Podcast Network make sure you guys check out our friends at powerslam.tv the link will be in the annotation and if you guys are a fan of independent wrestling they have over 4,000 hours of footage from all around the world if you use the code Social Suplex you'll get your free month's trial make sure you visit Pro Wrestling Tees especially Monday through Wednesday they're having a sale uh, 20% off this is the perfect time to get your one nation radio t-shirt as well as all the other t-shirts on the social Suplex podcast network if you want to support the whole network we got the ricky and clive ones up there got the keeping it strong styles out there and of course make sure you visit our patreon as well you'll be able to hear the sideline segment which was um, a riot to record as well as uh goldberg the road to 173 and 0. other various uh, random like shows that are on our one dollar tier which is kind of like our entry level and if you want to take it up a notch you'll get that goldberg series but um make sure you guys are also checking out all the other great shows on the network keeping the strong style Warford watches all things elite the omega luke wrestling podcast grown men watch this shit in the ricky and clive wrestling show james we got a lot to get to with uh, elimination chamber i'm coming off the high of uh, kofi kingston uh damn near climbing the mountaintop and that was one of the more emotional matches uh that i've watched in wwe in a really long time
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of those situations to where uh, I hope they know what the hell they what the hell they've done by doing this, um, <laughs> because you know, um, I I kept thinking you know we Cody's is one of those guys who is along with like is and you know got more of a push or whatever and the Dolph Ziggler's and you know the era of Cody and like the era of guys from that early two th- that late. Mid card scene, and you know we see where Cody's gone. We see where Dolph Ziggler is, and we see where uh, we see where Miz has been throughout uh, and ups and downs his career. And like you know, uh, Kofi compared to Dolph Ziggler and Miz, Kofi never got it. Never got it, his 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 opportunity, his, his chance. Like I think the closest thing you really get to Cody is like. Like did him and his brother uh went into tag titles and uh together because shield and um possibly when he got screwed over by, by Sandow at that money in the bank and we thought there were gonna be a situation where he was gonna, you know, win that when that briefcase was Sandow, but it didn't happen. We had to we needed a cannon fodder for, for John Cena. Um it was nice for Kofi to finally get like and I mean as a solo at obviously he's had plenty of moments as a new day, but that was something different. Like this is something different and this came out of nowhere and i like it's it's bittersweet because like, i'm so happy for him but i'm also kind of still like damn damn ali damn mustafa like this this like i can't necessarily say this could have been him because like there's all the emotional weight of
0: kobe, kobe has so kobe much more being
1: a person that no it's the emotional weight of I. We people have been around, they've seen Kofi for like 11 years or whatever it has been. And like, he's somebody that's been up and up and around the mid car for so long. And he's never been somebody that you would ever say you hated. He's not somebody ever had you ever had a reason to turn on at any point in time or anything like that. So, like, he's a person that's kind of been like, you look at everybody on the roster for all these years. Be like, you look uh, around a fandom as far as like people that like all generally are like uh, generally check just checks off the box for almost you almost universally liked at least right. He's one of the, he's that guy. He's up there hot. So him getting these five these last five days, like you can see how this happened, right? Yep. So it wouldn't have been the same thing as the Ali thing um, because it's still a newer ad and he's still like he, he would have got over huge but he wouldn't have gotten over like this and i mean they're gonna have to make a decision like and and i hope they know what they've gotten themselves into because after the after uh tuesday and after tonight like he needs to be the challenger at wrestlemania
0: yeah um and, and looking at where Kofi's been throughout his whole career, as you mentioned, he's just been this respected guy for all these years, never really got his chance. And then literally called into action, pulled off the bench and he just produces, uh, in what I'm calling the greatest, (laughs) like the new best elimination chamber match ever. Like this, like that, that last sequence, it just felt like the, the weight of everything. And I'm not going to run away from this at all. Like, there's only been one black WWE champion and it felt like we were real close to number 2 um oh
1: let's clarify for people that are going to get inside their 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 white fragility no man like this is this he's absolutely right like and don't give me no bullshit about booker t or mark henry in the in the heavyweight title but that was always the secondary that was always the second title the same way that the wwe title right now is the secondary title like simply talking about this D- big man's daddy's belt yeah it has always been like the rock is the only person uh <laughs> is the only person of african descent to uh To have that belt so we can go from there so yeah sorry about that i just wanted to get people to to be out here but what what about but what about these nuts so (laughs) so
0: go ahead and like when kofi was standing on the top of the chamber it just felt like this is the plight and this might be a little bit deep maybe i'm thinking about it a, a, a little bit too hard and reaching for something that ain't there but it hit me and it hit a lot of people um across you know our our friends shout out to rob and he he was texting us. Uh, it was like tears. Uh, you know, watching what, what what Kofi did. It was like when he jumped off. It was like I knew he was gonna miss. Like the whole it, he's 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 destined right. to miss. Like of right. course he can't be the man. Like in, in this fucking world. Like that that's what it felt like. It, it was like the plight of, of of the black male experience in America. And it, it was like you jump and you don't know what's on the other side. It could be something or it could be nothing. And unfortunately for Kofi, it was nothing. But you couldn't tell that arena that. And when the when the New Day ran in at the end, it was just such a phenomenal moment. And I'm going to watch that again uh, before I go to sleep tonight. And there are only, a, you know, us watching wrestling right now, we're so deep into it. We know so much about what goes on backstage. We know so much about how these guys' careers, like, play out. And we tend to, you know we root for, obviously, the people that we're drawn to, right? And But sometimes mm-hmm. there's just something that happens in a match where you just feel like, yo, I'm about to just commit here, and I don't care what's going on. They had an opportunity. I, w- I, I was joking around saying, make a star, you cowards. Like, just b- put the belt on them. But... <laughs> This was just a perfect story. I don't know, like, even necessarily how I would drop a rating on that. Like, for me, that's the best match that's happened in WWE on the main roster this year. It's like, I don't I don't know how to describe, like, how excellent that, that ending was. And Daniel Bryan, of course, was, has been excellent these last five days uh, in making, literally making Kofi Kingston a, a main event guy now. <laughs>
1: I mean... I mean, honestly, you can make an argument that aside from the World Rumble match, which was a, which turned out to be a huge turned out to be a disappointment. Like ever since he t- turned heel, at least in the ring, or at us phrase it, ever since like he started having matches with uh, with like Andrade in the uh, after SummerSlam, and then going into the Bryan stuff. I'm sorry, the uh, the style stuff. Like he's back to like wrestling at the quality of like Daniel Bryan. You know, back when he was in the peak of the run, except like he had a heel turned and now he's a top heel. But like he, like all the in ring excellence is just there. It's like it's amazing how, 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 how much rust he's knocked off since, since SummerSlam when, you know, people were writing him off and now he's back to being regular old Dale again. Um, but yeah, like I, I mentioned to you off air, uh, that now Kofi, like, he gave Kofi a lot in this thing, like to get him all the way over. Like it would have been enough if he had just hit his knee the, hit that knee the first time and pinned him right there and then now they're perfectly fine. But once Kofi kicks out, like that's it, that has been one of the more protective finishers in the entire company. Uh quiet quiet as it's kept, like since ever since he started doing bicycle knee at SummerSlam 13. Like all only people would have kicked out of it now at this point are Roman Reigns at Fastlane 2015. Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series uh, last year, and now Kofi. Um, like you know, this thing, you know, it's one of that. I mean, it's this thing is um is where we are now with him. Um, and he got him over huge, and I, I it just kept building and building and building, and like you just see it, like oh yeah, we forget that, like dang up. These are two geniuses, you know. Like have their have their PhD in wrestling (laughs) years and had them years ago and they're in the ring together. But the thing is, like, you just kind of forget that. Like, Kofi used used to be one of the very best, like, in ring performers or or TV uh, match guys in this generation because he's been doing so many so much of the tag team goofiness or whatever else and having great doing great stuff with New Day at times too, or a lot of time. But like. as you said it like for him to just knock the dust off oh hey comfy you know you haven't you, you haven't done you only had like maybe like you know maybe 20 singles matches over the last four years can can you go an hour yeah okay Vince I got you I got you <laughs> and then and then this is like you kind of forget that they do what like like exactly how uh Xavier and Biggie have been putting it like this dude has been a legend is uh, a living legend. And you just, you haven't really slept on it for so long. And it's like, you look up and you look back. He's like, yeah, kind of is a legend. Kind of. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love the joke you made. Uh, Kofi Kingston is better than Jay white. We'll get to that oh, yeah. like later, but, um, yeah. And, and- ain't nobody, look,
1: Jay, White ain't made, made nobody feel like that. Not one
0: time. Yeah. Um, Kofi Kingston, he eliminated Randy Orton. I really enjoyed that. And I felt like it, this this match was the story of Kofi Kingston. It was like I had to put away this demon that, that has literally haunted my career ever since. It was like, man, you were in there with Randy Orton, and one way or another, Kofi quote-unquote blew it or whatever, right? And Randy mm-hmm. Orton was being, you know, Randy Orton and essentially killed his main event push dead in the tracks. And he finally came back, got... And, you know, got rid of Orton. This, it, it, yeah, it was just, it was such a beautiful match. Like, and, and, you know, Kenny Omega likes to talk about the beauty of professional wrestling. Well, that was it um, in this match. So, uh, Daniel O'Brien retains. Like, I don't know where they go from here. Like, I, I hope that, that you know, we can, <clears throat> we can get the New Day, like, all the way back up. Uh, Sir Sam wrote a great column advocating for the New Day um you know being a part of the WrestleMania uh whatever remember uh being a part of the WrestleMania title match i don't see why not that we we've we've talked at for months on this show about the smackdown babyfaces being in fucking turmoil and yeah. they 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 backdoor themselves into <laughs> a guy that has all the credibility in the world to be a main eventer he's just never been given a chance right.
1: yeah and the crazy part about it is you look at what was laid out, and if you assume, and I, I, well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll find out eventually, like, but if you assume that, like, everything that that just came to Kofi was what was meant for Mustafa Ali, like, they were doing, they basically knocked out the part what their plan was to get Ali over, except it ain't Ali, it's another guy, so like. I don't know where they go from here i mean maybe i'm assuming um if i were them i would i would have them do a match to determine like Ali, he missed a spot um kofi so you make it where like you you come out tuesday or whatever what however you do whatever else you make it to where it's kofi versus uh versus Ali. the winner gets daniel Bryan to wrestlemania or at fast lane or whatever else or they have a match at fast lane to determine who goes to wrestlemania whatever um, and then you go from there, and then and then you work on that. And and if I were them, I I go with Kofi, and then I move uh, Mustafa on to Joe or whatever else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's what I do. Um, but still, build him. You're still working on building him, and it, and it's going. You're gonna have to get occupy him with something else to do right now. But. Like right now, he's not to be on the back burner from now until after WrestleMania because it needs to be Kofi versus Brian at WrestleMania somehow, some way, or no. Fastlane, like, something like preferably at WrestleMania, though.
0: Yeah. yeah. He,
1: he uh, needs I want be, it. Period.
0: I, I want it. Like, in Period. And, and. Yeah. I want Kofi to win the belt. Like, <laughs> like yeah. this is non negotiable at this point. And it's like, I never thought I would have said this. Like, yeah, man. We need this. Like, like. And, I, I'm. I, I, um,
1: how do I say this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as, uh, I mean, we'll see where this goes as far as where they decide to take it and maybe try to, um, further, um, further heat it up. Cause you slick look at what they're doing with Becky and it's like, yeah, like they, um, like <laughs> outside of maybe two or two things, like it's outside of two things, I think her things were like she could, Somehow, I, I know people are gonna be like, "This sounds crazy," but like she could even be as over as she is. as she beat the hell out of Ronda in, in Charlotte, and I, I'm not sure we'll get to that. I'm so I'm just gonna leave that short here. But she could still somehow be. She could still be more over than she actually is right now, which is very fucking over. And the same thing with the COVID thing is, if they keep building this, or whatever, take some care with it. And when, when Brian's the right heel for this person. Brian is utterly beatable, but and he's um and he's and he's not a cool heel either. Like he could de- he could definitely be somebody that like, yeah, beat him, give Kofi the belt, yeah, and go from there. Where you set up a ne- another heel or whatever else, or somebody else to take it, sh- uh, make him a short term champion. But the way he has people behind him right now, you can't say like you know he doesn't move merch or no shit like that. I knew they have moved merch for years, so yeah. like there's no excuse other than to not do it, other than not do it because like you don't want to take the layup because you have plans. And my question is, what the fuck are your plans with Daniel Bryan anyway? Right. So you it be doesn't be like to... you have anything, it doesn't look like you have really anything down. Like it looked like the plan was for him to challenge Ali and he just beats Ali because Ali, and, and it says Ali to go through more of the roster and then eventually get another title opportunity months down the line. I say title opportunity, WWE speak. A title shot, months down the line, have half a year down the line so and then like re- and go through the roster to get to that, that potential uh, place again but he's already somebody that has credibility so you can just really just go with it right now.
0: And that's a th- been the thing with Daniel Bryan is like where the fuck has his wrestlemania plan been like like <laughs> why has this not like become public it, you it know just, why because they haven't up. had one james that's why right they haven't had and one. Then they and
1: then it just can't and then be and sheer and do the sheer fucking luck and then just you know like it, it, it it's dropped off on their doorstep doorstep right there perfectly like it was there the whole time under our, our noses we didn't even realize it
0: and, uh, because he
1: was a tag guy.
0: Yeah. One th- one thing we did realize, though, James, is Braun Strowman is never the fucking... He will never be- fucking be the same again, and we've documented his slow descent in real time, uh, and... Perhaps he is no lower than doing a job for Baron Corbin, regardless of how uh, the circumstances happen. been. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman. Yes, y'all heard that correct uh, in a no-DQ match uh, with the help of the the ratings-killing team of Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. And they hit him with a shield powerbomb through two tables off of the stair steps inside the middle of the ring. Th- <laughs> they have literally they have birthed braun strowman they held him up then they just started like chipping away essentially like cutting at him like he's a bonsai tree or something like and it's just like what did he do to y'all <laughs> i
1: don't know man uh it was a sad day like you look at all of the moments on this show and this is, there's a is proof that like all the heat they get, if, they, if this is proof that like all the heat, like none of that shit was worth it that they've done over the years when they had these mediocre cards or these cards and like are okay, but like they just bury it. They just litter with heat. And then they wonder why like people are upset with them. Like wrestling wise in ring inside the ring, like the bell to bell product. This was not a good show right but you gave the sh- but you gave the crowd the results that they wanted and what do you know it turned out to be a really good show and the crowd was involved and throughout the whole entire thing And it got a little tired after uh becky took blew the roof off the damn stadium being the hell out of charlotte and becky <laughs> but um outside of that everyone's into the show and then you go out there and they had a match that you knew wasn't going to be good and then oh uh, and then they went out there and did exactly what you thought they were gonna do like McIntyre's gonna come out, but not only did McIntyre come out, Lashy brought his ass out. It is, and it's so weird because Braun Strowman makes a save for 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 Angle and Finn on Monday, Monday that was six days ago. But but then when it's when Braun Strowman's getting his ass whooped, ain't no friends,
0: ain't none, bro. So you you said something so. They took Braun Strowman out of the match with Brock Lesnar last month because they yes. didn't want to beat him. Correct. Their their answer to this was to have him now lose to Baron Corbin.
1: Yes. We don't want to beat him with... We don't want to have Brock Lesnar beat Braun because it will damage him. So next month, we'll go out there and we'll beat him with Baron fucking Corbin. A dude that came out there and got... Got no pop whatsoever when he came out. No booze, no cheers, just crickets. Boy. A dude that when he was lording over the show um, in early or late December, he was cratering the ratings. So they had to fire and blame the bad writing of the show on him as a character. And he just goes over Ron's throat. And, okay. okay. All right. Fine. Like if that's what you want to call it, uh, as far as protection, all right. He may as well not even water rubber
0: in. <laughs> I, I, he may as well win
1: raw. You if talking about protection? What protection?
0: Yeah, yeah. They've they they've beat this guy down. They they like he's definitely going to be in the Andre the Giant battle royal. Like I I I don't see him in a match at WrestleMania and. Don't ever, don't ever get over by trying to be the best. That it, it just doesn't work. Um, the women's championship. Uh, Ronda Rousey defeated Ruby Riot in minutes after some stalling by Ruby Riot. They didn't make her look serious at all. They barely wasted any TV time building it up. The whole build of this was Charlotte and Becky. So when Ruby got in the ring, they might as well have not even given her an entrance. She looked like such a geek and got destroyed and ronda came out um dressed as sonya blade uh which i actually thought no no was kinda no, no,
1: no, no. Cool. no 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 she came out dressed as sonya blade from the street fighter movie the movie not, not the video game the movie
0: yeah um well you know the the deal that with ronda right she's yeah yeah i know she's the voice for sonya right. blade in the new game
1: it, it, yeah in the video game not the movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um yeah man you already know what it is uh Rhonda hit her with an arm bar and uh got her the fuck out of there quick but charlotte came out um and she cut a promo before that and said life's good when you're charlotte all this stuff bragging about becky lynch and they showed uh her wearing becky out with a chair at a house show charlotte went and sat ringside during all this and then all of a sudden becky lynch pulled up on the crutches uh walking through the crowd like, had the uh, reverse Bruce Lee outfit on. So instead of the all yellow outfit with the black stripes, she had all black with some yellow stripes on. Um, she got in the ring. And the fans, like, were chanting, essentially. And they broke into a big Becky chant. All three of them were standing there. The f- fans were chanting, she's the man. It was amazing. And then all of a sudden, uh, Becky whooped that ass. Uh, when She looked at Charlotte and just started killing her with the crutch. Rousey was just hold watching. On,
1: hold on, you're, you're on. Hold on, you're underselling this moment.
0: Becky is rolling
1: in the ring, and she looks, like, completely toast. Like, she shouldn't be out there. And she's struggling to, like, as if, like, she couldn't, like, actually – Put any weight on that leg whatsoever in these crutches so then she its such a struggle. it's such a struggle for her to, to get into the ring it's such a jerk and laughing at her and you know and so she takes it as she's just she's basically damaged goods like she's basically a deer with a with a with a with a broke leg and she's a lion so she has none she has no reason to fear this deer and then all of a sudden that deer rib and, and 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 wrapped it around that fucking lion's shoulders and and legs. It was it was just the greatest moment. So yeah, you can go from there. I just I just had to fill in on like she 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 t- she got caught slipping. She thought it was she thought it was sweet. Thought it was it a was game.
0: Hot. Thought it was a game. Yeah. um and, Maybe and, and, this is a
1: sweet league. Well, this is the wrong place, man.
0: Yes. Caught Ca- caught them lacking essentially. Um, yes. So Becky, um, you know, she offered Rhonda the other crutch and all of a sudden, you know, Rhonda out here, inexperienced, you know, trust this woman. And then Becky goes across the back of her head and then hits her in the face um, with the (laughs) with the crutch.
1: Literally, literally, literally upside her head.
0: Yes. Leaking. Yes. Now you're leaking. Yep. Now you're leaking fucking around play, playing with it uh cr- whole crowd goes nuts big becky chance but yes. on commentary it was weird they were like my, michael cole was like admonishing becky for this whole thing and graves was behind becky so it was like hold on y'all better not be trying to cast her as the heel again
1: i mean if they want to go for that i, I god bless them <laughs> like like if that's what they want to do, then then I suggest they go with God, because that ain't that ain't gonna be it. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, like her being at Rhonda and Charlotte and the the McBans, that ain't gonna turn you heel. It's just not
0: like on this whole thing. When I, when I watched this segment, it felt like Rhonda's the throw in here, not Charlotte.
1: Um, what I felt like while watching it was um, I didn't feel that way at all.
0: Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm curious. Why do you feel that way? Just like I don't see what Rhonda's like actually bringing to the program. Like she's not bringing the like talking. She's yeah. not bringing the, the 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 any of the emotion behind the match. It's like everyone wants to see Becky whoop someone's ass, and then Charlotte's the person everyone's mad at. So really, what are you, Rhonda?
1: Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, I will go the night after Royal Rumble, as far as, like the talking part, and like that was is there. Charlotte is there, and she is the like she is the the wet blanket that's thrown upon this party, and people don't and people are upset with her or the company slash her because of her assertion is this thing when you look down card title gonna need a title contender or someone to fight for the belt like it helps for her to go down card to help out the, the rest of the card and also like there was a spot for charlotte in this match from a storytelling perspective because all three of them have done stuff to hate each other for a reason for them to all hate each other's guts but they have done absolutely jack shit to explain why ronda should hate charlotte and why charlotte should hate ronda they just threw her in there because, well, some storyline said that they just thrown her in there because she's because she is the... Um, now we used to talk about the reason why, like, Kevin Durant, when he was young, before he went to... Uh, when he was still OKC, how... And also Derrick Rose, how a lot of the goodwill they had early in their careers by being the Ancel LeBron after LeBron went to Miami. Yeah. And also, like, another example is, like, uh, RG3 being the anti-Cam Newton, right? <laughs> Well, it's the opposite effect of we love Becky. We, be, we love Becky to death, and Charlotte. All Charlotte is doing is playing the anti-Becky. So because of that, she's getting booze. Like there's nothing there. Rock, Becky's been the piss out of, out of Charlotte for five months.
0: Right, right, and <laughs> like, and, and like, like you I, shouldn't I, even be here. Like,
1: <laughs> right. You have no. You have no stand You don't have a title um you didn't even you lost your your, uh, your last title shot uh you've done nothing but lose in every big match you've been in for the past uh or not, or not lose but either you lost or you failed to win in every big match you've been in for the past five months you should be on the sideline i like if, if wins and losses actually matter charlotte has no right to be in this whatsoever. and also people also peep that as well so i was thinking like this after watching her uh charlotte wear another ass whooping from becky and i thought to myself you know what i'm gonna be a wreck in like eight ten years or, or six to ten years when becky goes in the hall of fame and sasha is presenting her and becky goes in the hall of fame and then she gets to charlotte and charlotte starts boo-hoo crying about like talking about how all the ass when she's worn to get becky over to this point and then they cut the uh, charlotte in the camp uh sitting in the sideline and she's always a wreck because she's rick Flair's daughter so of course she's a damn wreck like it's gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be a wreck watching all that because Charlotte, you say what you want to about you know her being to This people are upset with her right now. Charlotte has done nothing but but kill herself to get back. I feel like that's another reason why people are you know add to the thing. My thing is like, look, Charlotte has done a lot of work to get this fucking woman over. So it it would be appropriate for her to match as well to get some notarization after. After this whole thing to try to go on with her career after this. Uh, so that's why I don't care one way or the other what they do as far as singles match or triple threat. But, but yeah, man, I uh But as far as Rhonda thing, like I I get where you're at because like ever since they did the face to face thing, they have more or less like completely stepped away from that that dynamic between Ronda and Becky and have thrown Charlotte in there to basically soak up all the booze that Ronda was
0: Right and and going
1: to, we hear all the talk about Ronda's want to get booed.
0: Can it? One more time, James, because you kind of like broke up on in the middle of that.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, like Ronda does not like getting booed, even if it's on purpose or whatever. But like, but when they did the face to face thing and like the dynamic turn, and then the crowd was clearly beat pro Becky, anti, so therefore anti Ronda. Um do you really think that's the main or do you how much of a fact do you think it is that like Ronda slash WWE had looked up and was like we don't want Ronda getting booed at all whatsoever so we're going to ask Charlotte to take all the heat
0: I think this was always the plan it was always going to be a three way okay. and mm-hmm. they, they decided against the hotter thing due to plans uh, now do I think I, do I identify with that logic of them not wanting Rhonda to get booed? Of course I do. Because why would they want Rhonda Rousey to get booed? Like Rhonda never handles like getting booed. Well, like <laughs> the... Uh, the thing for me is that I just don't get is
1: if, if, if it is true that she's going to go away in the spring, right. For, for however long, once she comes back, the booing will be gone. Like, so you get through this run, you get booed for 10 weeks and then it's, and then you're done and you go home and you come back in a year or two or a year and a half or two years and you're like cheered again. So who gives a shit?
0: I don't like, I, uh, yeah.
1: like are they, are they really, do you think they're not even thinking about that part? But like, oh, I don't yeah, think they're like,
0: thinking about that part. Which, they're just you know like, every,
1: every single time there's ever, every time there is a gigantic star and they get, booed, the second they leave for whatever reason to come back, to get the, they get the we missed you pop.
0: See, I don't even think they're thinking about that. They're just like, we have this objective and this is what it is. They've 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 barely put Ronda in front of the live audience since that Becky uh, thing. They, they've had her come out there and stand Ooh. with the title. They've had her do be- all backstage monologues face-to-face with people. They haven't handed her the mic. It's just like, she's just here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like like she's just here a point. Um, now
1: if they come out here fucking tomorrow on Tuesday with Charlotte and Ronda and they have a match
0: Ronda go cut the real know, champion
1: do that shit promo with, you do that shit with, yeah, with Ronda every single week where you know I have a match with here for you and then I have a match the next night if they are or, or and at least better be an excuse where like Vince or Stephanie or Hunter basically walk out and say, "Nope, you're not doing this. Nope, you're, I don't give a damn what you're doing. You're not in no condition to compete. You're not gonna fuck about WrestleMania match. You just had a match, whatever else. You're not gonna do it. If either one of them have a match, I'm going to flip a fucking lid because it, it is it'll be it's even it'll be even worse the the Kendo Stick beat down at Survivor Series. It'd be worse. She they wrap she wrapped crutches around these women's bodies." Like, do I need to explain myself other than that?
0: I'm, I'm interested to see where where Becky ends up in the fallout of this because I don't like the language. They probably going fire her. They're look, probably going to quote unquote fire her. I don't like the language they used on commentary, so we'll see where this is going.
1: I, I'm what I'm assuming is they they're saying that she's suspended. She's took it over the line. She's already suspended. She she would be here and she actually and she hurt these women severely. I'm I'm assuming tomorrow they come on they fire. That's what I'm assuming.
0: It could happen. And
1: then she has to fight her way back into not being fired and then get unsuspended and then get back into her match. Like she has to do three things.
0: Um so we got a new intercontinental champion, Finn Balor, defeated Bobby yep. Lashley and the money Leo Rush. And
1: <laughs> No, I thought it was moneyistic.
0: No, money Is It's
1: money okay. yes
0: Okay. Um and yeah, so this is, I you beat the you you beat the manager for the Intercontinental Championship. What? If this ain't some Vince Russo ass shit, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, um, it was not a good match.
0: Lashley ended up turning on Rush at the end, um, or just just did a move to him. Uh, I wonder if there's some type of heat on Leo Rush for some, or you know, this is a backstage thing, or where they're going with this. Because, look, Lashley was dead in the water before they put him with Leo Rush. Imagine yep. if they're going to separate him now. Good God! So, yeah. Well,
1: I, I, what I think they're doing is they're separating him from they're they're getting rid of Leo so they can actually do this fucking faction, this shitty faction that oh they my have.
0: God and horrible. Good, look, good luck. Team sleep, team Dude, boring, are... T- team charisma yeah. vacuum, team.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like when the and, and the and the thing about it is like during that match, the only good parts of the match for the mat or the part when Leo was, was in.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Um. So, their idea is to get rid of the more the like the part that the part of the act for Lashy that talks and the part of the act that's actually entertaining.
0: So, all right best of luck like how long is this contract they don't know no one knows but I don't think AEW will be trying to reach out to Bobby Lashley so um, no. Finn Balor we, we're getting a lot of good booking uh, tonight uh, with <laughs> you know with, with the so it's called AEW effect uh, they don't Brian Alvarez tweeted, tweeted out they don't want anyone leaving so we saw the Usos win championships saw Balor get a championship Sasha and Bailey, uh won championships we'll get to that in a moment but Balor getting the, the IC title um, I think it's a good look for him, and it's long for... overdue,
1: and something he's fought for for like, you know, like last year around this time he was in the intercontinental title picture. He never won it, so it's nice to see like a year later he actually clears that hurdle, bro. And especially after, you know, it makes sense that a person that, that had the the universal champion on the fucking ropes, the number, the brand's top belt on the rope, just a month ago that he gets put into a shot for the second belt and he ends up winning it because he put the top guy on the ropes makes sense
0: yeah and finn Balor has been involved in the ic title race since about may of 2017 actually uh i think there was a time where, when you weren't paying attention to wrestling at the moment like you were on one of the post wrestlemania deals and they actually had the match that they did at wrestlemania 34 on monday night raw as a triple threat, and it was 22 minutes. And I believe it was the, either for the Intercontinental Championship or it was a number one contender's match. And that was really good. I think it was better than the WrestleMania match. But huh. uh, Balor, uh, Rollins, and Miz were involved in that. And uh, it's, it's good to see Balor finally get something. like, <laughs> Or else yeah. he was going to have to like start answering questions like, bruh, when's your contract up? Uh,
1: <laughs> so... so- they're gonna have an actual. They're gonna have another match, and it's gonna be a singles match. And then like, Balor has to beat him, right? I hope. And then like, what? So okay. So after this, last Okay, my guess what I'm asking is, can we disperse Lashley from Finn Balor and go into WrestleMania with Balor versus a new challenger? Can we do that, please?
0: We might be able to because I, I think all those other guys might be stuck in the Andre the Giant battle world. Maybe Finn Balor is too, but um, I, I think you you should give Finn Balor a match and let him defend the belt.
1: Um I do too. Especially if there's gonna be less uh, crap at the top of the car.
0: Yeah, the Usos uh won the tag team championships. I was very happy about this. Fuck twelve. Uh Jimmy Uso squared off with the cops <gasps> over the weekend and won the championship. That man's a hero out here. Uh Jimmy Uso is above the law. Um <laughs> can't it's be super stopped. over. Yeah. And these guys took the belts off the atrocious Shane McMahon Miz team. And it's good to see the Usos getting rewarded here. You're never going to get me yeah, upset about um, them putting the belts on the Usos. I saw some jackass tweet. When, when yeah. are we going to talk about when the Usos are over pushed? I was like, I, I quote tweeted and ducked on them. Bitch, never. Like.
1: <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like. I mean, I guess, you, I guess you could argue that overpushed because they have always been either in the title picture or in the, they've always either been contending or fighting for contendership, uh, and then you have the backdrop of a team like uh, Gallows and Anderson or a team like Sanity. But outside of that, like, I mean, it's only five teams in the division these right. things going for you going for a whole ass year like you're going some i mean obviously and also so like technically they are over pushed but like not they're not like you know they're not like a legitimate hall or some shit like that like and also like they're over so shit doesn't matter like if this isn't what, what's the word like this is not a participation trophy shit like you you have to get to a certain level to actually be somebody that should be in a slot. And the Usos are in the New Day in the bar in Miz and Shane, um, mostly Miz because of the work he's done over the past uh, two years. There are people that deserve to be in these certain slots. Now, does that mean that um, Anos, er, Anderson and Gallo should ne- should never get a, a shot? No, absolutely not. They should actually be in the title one They should be beating like the bar right now or whoever else is not um, in the hunt. Or They, you know, now that we have um, Nakamura and Rusev as a team, like they're probably going to run. But it is what it is. Um, You know what that's
0: setting up to be—that we putting all these dopey tag teams together uh, for WrestleMania, and they can all have a clusterfuck match together.
1: I mean, okay, so what I would enjoy, what I would like to see most out of anything, is if they did a Miz and Sheamus match. I'm sorry, Miz and and um, Shane match. And versus every all the all the Ace tags te- all the top tag teams to SmackDown. So the Usos, the New Day, the Bar, and they go out there and they have a four way TLC match at WrestleMania. Like I thought uh in that way you can minimize uh you can minimize Shane and you can go out there and have a great match. And you can also say you know the Usos got the real moment. It wasn't no fucking five minute squash match by the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh and you go from there and it'll be one of the, it'll be a match. You, you can almost, you can just basically set it there. You have all the fact that they've been feuding with each other for a whole ass year. um, And the new day and Usos even longer. And you can just set it there. You'd be like, look, no, I don't know what's going to happen with this car, but what anyone else or anything, I know that match is going to be good. And people will tune in for that, for that one. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Um, now
1: watched him do some other shit one, but whatever
0: one thing i forgot to mention at the top of the show it felt good to see the wwe championship back in the main event where it belongs um after oh, yeah, a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. year that <laughs> that, that yeah. has been buried in the mid card and everywhere else um Was was fascinating last time it was uh last time it was the main event yes and that was because it was a, wow. it was a smackdown only show wow um and the wow. beginning match Sasha banks and Bailey are your first ever w w e women's tag team champions so uh what I I was happy to see this result. Um, I thought they were going to go for for the bullshit to make them, uh, to have Nia and Tamina.
1: Always got to send a bitch chasing.
0: Yep. Always got to send a bitch on on this, this fucking journey that might not be nothing on the other side, or that would be at the main, or excuse me, the, um, WrestleMania pre-show with a half empty building building. I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, they came in first, and they were the match. There was a long period in the middle of this match where it was not good. Um, by the time we Luck. got down to the to the very end, I thought they did a really good job, actually, um, with Mandy and uh, Sonya. And I kind of believed, like, some of the near falls at the end. I was like, oh, man, I hope they don't beat Sasha. And then Sasha kicks out of her finish, and, you know... She applies a new version of the bank statement. Hopefully, she used that going forward. But uh it was good to see Sasha and Bailey, four horse women, w- bringing in some championships like normal, being on top where they should be.
1: Hey, hey bro. Um, so, are we ready? To, are we ready to fully? Like, I mean, there's still time. You let me know. But are you ready? To to are you ready to hop on the on the bandwagon with me? That Sonya Sean are you are you ready yet?
0: Are I'm, you there yet? I mean, I don't I don't really look at either of them like like one's necessarily better than the other. Um One is one is one is better than the other one. <laughs>
1: That's where I'm getting at on that one. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying that one's incompetent and one is. I'm saying I'm saying um, I'm saying that like they seem to both be. Uh, competent, but I think one's better than the other one, and I think they're pushing the wrong one. Little hair. That's where I'm at on that.
0: Speaking of yellow hair, she, like, started or ended the match with way less of the yellow hair in than she, she came out with it. <laughs> so, so I saw someone uh, put that out there. I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, I would probably give this one about a three and a half. Um, and the match was not a disaster, and credit to them for figuring mm, that out. I mean, okay, so... No, we thought this was this thing could be like elimination chamber, intercontinental title, 2015 level. This, oh yeah, it wasn't. No, it no, was no it was not that.
1: Okay, no, 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 it was not a disaster. But yeah, let me start off there. I agree with you. It was a disaster. Was it good? I don't know. Um, I, we got to talk about like like the way they treat the iconics. Like,
0: bro, I didn't believe them. It as was like almost, tough people at all. Like when they were doing their their run of beating all the girls up, I was like, I don't believe this.
1: Whole run, the iconic whole run, it, it felt like as if like th- this was a spot show, and they just threw in two people that came up came fresh out of out of a, out of a like training session out, or not out of a training class. Like they just did their they just did six weeks with Lance and with at Lance or with uh, or with <laughs> like uh, Sumi Sakai and, and and Cheeseburger or somebody, and it, like they it just got thrust out there to, to go work. It's like I don't. I don't, I don't get it. Like, how are they on the main roster? I mean, I know how they're on the main roster, but how are they on the main roster? Like they, they're not They're 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 In the words of the, uh, in the words of, uh, of the great TI, they're substandard, <laughs> substandard. It just was not. The, the, uh, the iconics um, matches
0: are wrestled under substandard conditions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, I mean, but all the other teams, I mean, I mean, Nia and Tamina, they weren't good either. But like, I mean, like, living, living, Sarah, like, they were good. Um, I mean, most this was a pleasant surprise. Most people were better than, but there were parts in this match, like with like the Samoan team and the Australian team, that just like killed, just hurt the hurt the matching points, like not winning just. Can we talk about that that angle of how Night ran into yo, ran through the fucking she,
0: thing? Yo, she, she ate that shit, but like, she didn't but, even look like she but, was attacking Bailey.
1: That's my point. That's my point. It looks running a straight line through this thing when Bailey is like, it on um, hanging off the ropes or hanging off the post, and then she it wasn't like Bailey moved out the way. She stepped right the fuck there, stationary, and. Nia decides I'm just gonna run straight through this thing as opposed to attack my opponent. Why? I, I don't know.
0: Maybe she thought the camera cuts would like, save her. All right, we're back. We have some uh, difficulties. I was saying maybe Nia thought the um, camera cuts were gonna save her.
1: Dude, if that's the case, and like this is like the biggest disservice to, um, this is the biggest disservice to a wrestler since like. Or, since, like, I guess, uh, Abushi and Osprey did that backflip, uh, mid kick deal at Wrestle at Kingdom this year. I was like, What the fuck are y'all like? What are you doing, Osprey? Have you lost your mind?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, uh, yeah, it, it was just it was bad, and I don't even know how Cameron would have fixed it because you clearly see Bailey, like, hang. I mean, all throughout the match, you see them have the gigantic space, or not gigantic space, but like, there's like two feet of space between the pod. And the the ring post, and you see Bailey hugged up on the ropes against the ring post on the outside. So for her to run through, you're just like, even if they got a uh, straight on from the card cam, and you can't see like the depth and the difference, you still know that like Bailey's arm, Bailey's hooked up against the ring post. So she clearly just ran right past her, as opposed to, and then Bailey didn't even move. So it's like, I well I, and then I, I thought that at a certain point. I thought that what I saw because you saw uh, Sasha coming towards Bailey. I thought what was going to happen was that Sasha was going to drag her through the ropes to save her. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go and she's going to run through the post or something. And then she goes through the thing. I'm like, how, how, sis? How? My my mom was boggled. And then, like, you know, I mean, that is an iffy way to get her to fuck out of there to protect her. Um... I mean she's still a dumbass for running through the thing, but like he still protects her as like the the strowman ass like banana peel deal and then like they just pin Tamina because yeah. Tamina's the
0: geek. Yeah. Like Tamina is the Yano. She's there to take the, all the pinfalls. Pin eater, as we say. Uh, but yeah, yes. man, it it felt good seeing uh after all the bad booking, all the burials, all the misdirection, all the them being away from the spotlight to see them get the championships. Hopefully they are allowed to do something cool with it. Maybe they can defend those titles against, you know, EO and uh, Kyrie at some point. Uh, Maybe they can, you know, you know, pretty much open it up. Travel brand to brand. Like, you know, Sasha says she wants to do all this cool shit. So let her. It's like let these belts like they don't have to be literally them defending against the riot squad 30 times over the next year this can be whatever they want to make it as cool as they want to make those belts, they can make them, but I feel, you know, hopefully they do it. So I won't even cast a, you know what I think they'll do yet. Hopefully they just, you know, do something good with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a bell as a, there's a, there's potential of the bellas. Of course. Um, I remember when they were doing those terrible, uh, those terrible segments with Alexa bliss, because all she does is have terrible segments now. Um, they mentioned that like it would be cool to defend the title. that They have tag titles and then defend them against Trish and Lita. So that's always at play because they they they, they you know they have spoken into existence. So, um, but we'll see. Like I, I think that um I will I mean obviously you know if you ask me who I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Kyrie EO to, to get to go out there. Um, but you know um, I I don't think that's what we'll get. I think that might be too soon, and also like you know Io might end up getting a title shot at uh at the next uh takeover.
0: Right. So um can, so we'll can, see. Can can we have Sasha and Bailey just go down to NEC takeover to defend the belts? Can can we put that in the in the air?
1: I mean if they if they're gonna be roving champions, they can rove their ass back to full sale. Yeah. I mean I like I I've had a steadfast rule that like I won't go to no I won't go to any um I won't go to any NXT house shows in this area until they make Donnie Gargano the NXT champion. However um, that ain't got shit to do with the taping. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will take my hat. I will take my hat to the full, the full setting on C-Sasha and Bailey versus E-O, EO and Kyrie in a heartbeat. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, they, Shut
1: up and take my money.
0: Yeah. Overall, yeah. Elimination Chamber, I think, you know, for the matches that didn't produce on the, the higher end scale, they got the winners right in most cases, except right. the Strowman thing. Yeah, well, I'll um, say except for one. And I really enjoyed that the main event a lot. Uh, I would probably go like 4.75 or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was just like, that was a real, real special uh, performance by Kofi. And I-, I loved how the New Day ran in at the end. I'm glad they weren't tempted to do some bullshit where Biggie and and Xavier would jump him after the match or something. Like, I would have just oh been God. gutted had or, they done some shit like that.
1: Or... Luke Harbour comes, comes from out of the chamber. Where yeah. like, Oh no. Like they didn't do any of that, you yeah. know, any of the, any of the classic, any of the classic Mr. Mantra, they let one we'll go out there and let all six of them go out there and have a, have a well-wrestled match um, for the top prize in the, in the, on the brand. And um, it was, and people had emotional or people living and dying with one guy and they, and they ran with that throughout the match and it was well-wrestled throughout and it escalated and it kept um and it kept, you know, going higher and higher. It kept peaking. So it's a great match. Um it's gonna be in a rest, it's gonna be in a match of the year contending for the main roster, definitely.
0: Yeah. You uh wanna talk about this Jay White thing real quick before we get up out of here.
1: Uh what, what about Jay White?
0: He won the IWGP championship this past week, James.
1: Oh yeah, we haven't. Oh yeah, we haven't talked since then. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I kind of alluded to it on the um, LOP show. So I, you know, got must All right, you can talk about it if you want to. What you want? What's, what's up? What's on your mind?
0: Oh man, so uh, Jay White won the IWGP Championship from yes. Hiroshi Tanahashi at the yes. new beginning. Uh, yes, not in a classic match. Not in. Correct. Not in. Not in a match of the year candidate. Correct. Not in. A match that will have people talking about it. Just, just a match,
1: right? No, um, oh, it was a very good match, but the bulk of the reason why the match was it, it was on the work of of Tanahashi just being, you know, perhaps the greatest seller of all time. Um, like he, he's just fantastic, and he he busts his ass. Like this was—I was watching a match, and it felt like. And I'm like tanahashi was selling as almost like he was like this is like his last match, like it's a retirement match, and he has <laughs> and he's on a hurt wheel and he's like just fighting for his life like that's the kind of like way he was selling this match. it was incredible um and you know like the thing for me that like just gets me is. You know we in our in the era of new japan that we like got into it, it i mean there was you know there's a bushi there was nakamura there was um okada tanahashi um there was the rise of omega there's you know the rise of of naito and um and um lij and then you have people like hiromu or whoever else that that, that are along with that and The way, like, the charisma and the emotion and feeling, and I'll add Jericho to this, too, as well. Minoru Suzuki, too. Whatever, like, everything that is done in between the moves has a purpose. Like, it's not just the level, it's not just on the level of everything done in the ring it's for a reason. Every every move done in the ring has a meaning like the Bret Hart thing. Like there's no everything means something. Like everything but everything between that also works too. It's not it's not just the notes on the music, it's also between the notes, between the beats. And there is something where I'm watching, like, you know, I watch Ishii matches or I watch whoever else, let's like say the top of New Japan, and then I watch these big J White matches. And he's like he keeps up with them wrestling wise and you know like he's not no he's not no bum he's not i wouldn't even say he's just a good worker he's a very good worker but the stuff between and being able to translate to where you watch these matches between all these great guys from the past you know four years five years whatever it's been four years and the emotion translate you feel what they feel you see what like you even recognize what they're thinking that even happens at wwe like i can't tell how many times like i've been like how many times i've loved kevin Owens matches because like something will happen and something will fall into place and like he'll look at like oh i see a table on the floor oh i see my opponent is hurt on by the arm by the top rope and then you see the gears going in his head and stuff like that. And and that's just like, that's WWE. That's all the top guys and all the top promotions around, around the world. Like they all have that. Right. But Jay white. To be able to translate to where like someone that is in the nosebleed somewhere, not, not with a not you sitting at home with HD television, um, that can see through his hair and everything. Um, from just five feet away, people from the nosebleeds can see and tr- all that all that emotion translate. Charlotte Charlotte crying and, and selling and being in agony from um, getting her ass whooped uh from Becky Lynch for the past five months. Same thing. And but his doesn't do that. And for me, like it bothers the fuck out of me because I'm like, where is this guy? I, I watch these matches and I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? Like yes he's there when it's time to do this, this, and this as far as the moves, but like where where is the where is all of the stuff between the notes like right like he's like for me it's almost like i'm watching a robot wrestle and like that's fine like they're like he, i'm not I have, I have nothing to say about his wrestling ability in the ring as far as the moves and being in the right place at the right time all that's there but my but it drives me up a fucking wall when he's supposed to be playing like a like a this I could deal with someone being arrogant. I could deal with someone being smug. I could be someone. Uh, I could deal with someone feeling like they're placed well above, or, or whatever else. And I'm good with that. I can get get into that character. And I even I've even listened to him in some of his promos. And like his promos with with what he's trying to do, like I get I I get where he's co- where he's trying to go for. And I'm and I'm not. And I'm more, I'm more uh assured of the, on that end than the other stuff. But get these matches, and he just washes off this fucking screen like it. You just, it's like I'm, I'm watching Okada just wrestle, a, just wrestle, a, uh, 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 just a soulless person. I'm watching Tanahashi put his damn heart and in everything into this match, and he's just wrestling, just, uh, he's just wrestling a guy, and and, and it's like. I don't know how this I don't know anything I'm to say, like, he just, it's charisma. Like, it's almost like the 10 man. It's like, they have this dude has no heart. Just, they just put, <laughs> they just put bear, like he's from that. Imagine if Baron Corbin was a great wrestler. And like, and, with, with the moves wow. or whatever else, like, That's like funny. but nothing else translates as far as the emotion of those. And like, I understand people are saying like, you know, it's, it's a dry thing, whatever. It's like, that that dry shit is cool however like i can't i can't get dry from outside of the first five rows of of, of being in there so and like you watch that match and like the beginning of the match was he working when you know he's in control and tanashi's doing all the selling in the world the crowds into it they're living with and dying with tanashi and then they start doing more tra- you know trading back and forth or whatever else and then they kind of get lost and then it wasn't until tanashi fired up and slapped him where they got back into the match, and it's like, see, that's shit we're talking about. Like, every, that's the thing I'm talking about in these matches. Like, nothing works unless it's the other guy that's the great person that can like you can feel all of the emotion all the way from the, from a hundred yards away. But Jay White ain't got that yet, at least not yet. I'm not saying it's not there; it won't get there eventually. But and maybe you know it's a thing that he'll pick up from experience being with more veteran guys than like Tanashi. But like. You know, he got hot-shotted. Ain't no ain't way around other than he got hot-shotted. And we'll see where this goes from here, but, like, <laughs> he got hot-shotted the most prestigious for me, the most prestigious style of professional wrestling. So, yeah. good luck um, with that. Like, they, y'all, they're that... talking about a better quarter, out of worse holes than this, but we'll see where this goes.
0: They weren't lying when they said it's a new era. Um, <laughs> And th- that's been the whole theme of this, this Jay White thing, and he's essentially the, the default de facto Kenny Omega replacement in New Japan uh, as a as a regular there, even though J- he Omega's going to go back, and it's probably not going to be the same as it was. Uh, <clears throat> it sucks that, you know, I, uh, apparently the plan was Okada Omega 5 at Madison Square Garden now turns into a Jay White title defense, and that's just like I, – I, I made the joke um, going from, you know, Jordan – at north carolina to jerry stackhouse at north carolina yeah the game the gang is the same but this is a totally different thing like so and and like you know just that standard in in new japan is just like you know the i feel like some of the wind comes out of the sails with that for uh you know their plans to go into america if they're you know going with with Jay White for a long time and I don't necessarily think that's the case. Like this could be a thing where he's literally getting substituted in and Okada still takes the belt off of him at Madison Square Garden and is back to greatness uh at the top like normal. And maybe they just feel like they wanna try to make a star with a guy, which I can't begrudge the company for trying to make a star with somebody, but the the thing is it's like he does not jump off the page to me, like at all. Like I, I don't feel a sense of like, you know, him being spectacular at anything it's just this. this yeah. He's he's a dude that they, 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 he's a dude that came out of their dojo, and you know, wrestling companies are partial to guys that that go through their developmental systems. and We talked about right. this many times. Why a lot of these pushes happen in WWE um, the way mm-hmm. they do because they feel like they are investing in these people, and he's an investment. And it's uh it's not the most exciting thing in the world uh for me <laughs> looking yeah. at someone that, that enjoys spectacular wrestling and you know just literally sport redefining wrestling like once i start seeing all these five star and fi- over five star matches uh for that belt for this long you're not gonna sell me that this is the same thing like that this is as great like it's not like
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah i I'm not writing him off because he's young or whatever else. You know who else is young,
0: James? Huh? You know who else is young? A lot of guys. guys.
1: No, no. What what I'm saying is this, right? I'm not willing to write him off because he's not 30 yet, right? So he's going to get plenty at-bats. He's not a bum. He's not even just good. I think he's very good. The problem is. Being very good in New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's with tough. They have Naitos and Obushi's and Okadas and Tanahashi's and you know and Ishis and 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 all that like, and Ospreys and whoever else you and uh, even Sabers, like nah, it's not. He's the top gaijin It's like, who? If you tell me like, it, he's he's he is the he's the, the highest gaijin right now. He's a champion, but. You ask me where he should be. You ask most people where he should be in the pecking order based on merit. He'd be third, probably a distant third. Right. So that's, kind that's where we are. And like, he's like, he's going to have to get better to live up to where they put, where they slotted him. And
0: he's going to have all the opponents to do it.
1: Yeah. He's going to get all the opponents to do it. So it's going to, so, you know, we get into speculation because pretty soon we gonna see. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be time to show and prove. And I was saying this after the after um, I was pissed off because I didn't get the I didn't get the great the great Okada match that I thought it was. Like. I got a really good Okada match at Wrestle Kingdom. So, ain't that not that
0: shit just got, burn you up like, <laughs>
1: like? Like we got it. Yeah, you know, like we got a G one. I mean, look, look, we have we have um, we have the G one. We have these pay per views to get through. Um, we have the MSG show. So. I mean, who knows if he comes over uh, to do some ring, a uh, ring auditor, who knows what they do, but like, we'll, we'll know, like we'll know by the time we get like, and we have the Dallas shows, whatever else, like we'll know by the time we get to like, uh, by the time we get through August, we'll know.
0: Yeah. Um, also, Chris Jericho had a really good uh, interview on wrestling Observer radio, uh that highly recommended he offered some unique thoughts on you know everything new japan has done with their u.s expansion going back to the first time they showed up uh where he thinks they kind of you know shot short of what they could have been uh and and, And
1: they're also not putting out cards
0: yeah not putting out cards like till a week before and it's just not going to work like that in this country and right the whole deal with them um aiming low is like when you aim low you become low like like why the f- like he said they should have just canceled the fucking shows like if they couldn't get the guys in with the visas he said that um, you know when they're doing these shows at the globe that shit looks low rent like <laughs> like just just aim fucking higher if you tell people it's important it's gonna be important
1: okay so I get what he means when that front, but at the same time, like, I'm not begrudging no promoter for not coming off. Like, just a history of wrestling promotion or whatever else, I'm not coming off, I'm not begrudging no promoter for, for not, uh, for not refunding money, right? Like, unless there was, unless there was, you know, some type of. uh I
0: think that was kind of more of a throw-in, but I think his overall point was like they should have always been coming a lot harder and a lot bigger buildings, and and making these things a bigger priority because right. what they've essentially done is like.
1: Martin, but at least with the Charlotte, in the case of the Charlotte show, right? The Charlotte show, like those were the B. Those are gonna be the B team shows anyway. Those that was going to be the, their quote unquote Largo loop they sent out to Charlotte they just happened to sell out, but it didn't turn out even worse when they were like oh, the visas didn't come through because I remember the other they had uh, they had the the a, the a team was going to L A right?
0: Uh yeah or no the A teamers were going to were in Japan actually.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I knew it was they were somewhere besides that because they had to do something else.
0: Yeah, and I I think it's a really interesting like listen like to see. You know, with the Omega interview and now Jericho's like how yeah. these guys are perceiving like the management of New Japan and, you know, how valued they felt. And mm-hmm. it spoiler alert, it, it don't feel like they were really like, you know, with these guys. So and these guys look like they're they're still willing to work with New Japan, but um, there's a lot of like pride and ego in the way. And uh, I guess that story that Meltzer put out the end of last year with um, there being unhappiness. Uh, we know where that came from now.
1: I mean, we always knew where it came from, though. It's like, well, what you think? Like, I mean, I'm serious. Like, do you think that did, like, did anyone think that like, uh, for example, anyone think that like Naito, Was talking to Fumi, and then Fumu, you were relaying what he heard from Naito to to Jim Valley and 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 Meltzer. No, we always knew that it was gonna be it was Kenny and whoever else uh, that's involved that's that's, that speak that's an English speaker that's in in that you know that has a connection to Meltzer was relaying him that situation.
0: That's in the game, and sure
1: enough, that's the people that we all thought it was is exactly who it was, and I don't even say that it was a, a. Compared to, like, you know, some of the issues we hear about uh, people on the roster when it comes to WWE, these were minor disagreements. Like, we have people, like, they weren't even about their spots. It was like, look, y'all aren't being as ambitious trying to go overseas. And and in Japan, and in New Japan offices, like, you might have a point, but we're going to do what we want to do. And then they're getting frustrated because they're not going full speed ahead. Right? And, like, you know, like, that's that's on them as a business to try to figure out how full force they want to go into a foreign marketplace. I mean, and, I, and honestly, if I was them, I wouldn't take it from some fucking wrestlers. <laughs> as it was like, look, man, we're going to do what we're going to do in, and whatever. And maybe a bit of them on the ass that Kenny in, in, um, in Jericho left, but, I think they'll be okay. It, like I don't think they're gonna, you know, I don't think that, um, I don't think that them not being there right now is is going to hurt them right now. Now, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes to MSG as far as uh, the resale market for yeah, their tickets. That as far as collapsing. Whether or not, i do not like, look, they already sold what they're gonna sell, but I'm more or less as far as like the turnout for like Jay White versus whoever if it's Jay White, indeed, like if there's gonna be butts and seats for that um so we'll see on that but like i think eventually like once that's over the roh show is over the the split show
0: they got to reevaluate
1: they got to reevaluate their whole relationship because they got to sell out dallas they got to sell out london and like I, look they have saber they have uh osprey but i don't think that's gonna
0: be enough yep yeah. Um, I know one place that they don't have to worry about selling out is uh, Las Vegas, double or nothing, (laughs) AEW. These dudes are selling tickets at at an unprecedented rate for uh, someone with no type of TV and everything else. And, you know, it has thrown uh, the Internet like the psychos into a tailspin. I don't. You know, know how anyone is spinning this as uh, anything other than a success. Chris Jericho put out a great promo um, that <laughs> he yeah. credited himself for all the uh, the deal. Yeah. He said it wasn't the fans, it wasn't you know any of these other fools on the card. He listened to everyone from Omega to Britt Baker uh, to Joey Janela and. He was just awesome, but uh, that them they they might need to aim higher as well. Like these, th- like they have something right now that is moving people to part with their money at unprecedented rates. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I... see, I think the thing for me is, um, I want to see what it what, what it looks like for this. Uh... What is the Jacksonville show? Is is there like an Nobody idea when the yet. Jacksonville show is
0: probably July? Okay.
1: I, I want to see where we are after the after the after the Jacksonville show, and then we'll go from there. Like, if they sell that out too, then like, look, maybe I need to look into doing a monthly big show, whatever. I mean, obviously, we still don't even know what their TV is or whatever, but um, like, if they're gonna give, I mean, because obviously, um, as far as their number of their fan base, like, it's not nearly it's not nearly as big, but their fan base is clearly loyal as hell. And if you keep giving the loyal super loyal, super duper loyal fan base what they want and keep, you know, keep things fresh and don't do anything to jump the shark, then they'll then they'll be successful. Um and ultimately all I really want is I want to watch as much good wrestling as possible. So if they can add to that, I'm glad I hope they stay around. Yeah, I hope they stay around because like you know there are a lot of places that do good wrestling, um, and but the thing is like, there are so many things that that make it feel like it's minor league or is not worth your time, even if it is good, to where you just kind of you know keep it to the side of everybody else like, like you know me and you last year like we love Slammiversary. but and I know you I know you've kept up and watching um, Impact, but like I haven't I've only watched like bits and pieces there ever since, right?
0: So I fell off and, at and, a certain point.
1: Yeah. So and that's the thing. Like, there's just so much. There's so much. Um, there's so much product out there that is like you got to figure out a way to um, make it to where you become a priority. And you know, I think AEW has a potential to actually become a priority as opposed to you know the Lucha Undergrounds to come around or. Um, MLW, and, you know, at different points, they've done all done good or great work. It's just you know trying to figure out how to become a priority. And I think AEW actually has a chance to become a priority. Wow is another example of people doing good work, but you know their whole situation is so fucked because they, you can't even get their new season up. You can't even watch if you unless you watch it live, you, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, <clears throat> like like Tesla became champion this week. Like I, I found out on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think with AEW and, and selling out, uh, those tickets just at this astronomical rate, something special is happening and they have, uh, they have at least like a couple years of like great matches like in them. So, uh, as Jericho mentioned it, uh, also there was a really good Tony Khan interview with Jericho as well as Dave Meltzer. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's gonna is gonna keep rolling on and getting bigger. More news is coming out week by week. Um, but yeah, that's I, like if you're coming out here bending over backwards trying to say you know anything, <laughs> anything but to the contrary, you sound crazy. Like <laughs> yeah,
1: and the thing for me is, I if you're a WWE fan, let's say you're let's say. Um, you don't believe the WWE will change the way it books or whatever else because AEW there, people are upset. Okay, fine. At least, at the least, if AEW is another viable option for people to go go somewhere else besides WWE and be there and then come back to WWE so they can clear up some of the bloated roster, then that alone is a win. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't want to watch AEW, you don't. But them taking a number of people per year for a certain amount of time and then they go there and they run and they come back, that helps to churn so you can keep these these matchups fresh and they can come out with new ideas as opposed to seeing like uh, you know the perfect examples when people talk about Randy Orton and John Cena how they wrestled five thousand times or or whatever else. Like, we don't have to, you know, hopefully in a situation where we don't have to go through seeing a third a third uh, Rollins versus Ambrose in terms of after they've done nothing but excellence two times in a row, they just give you shit. Or, you know, having to see AJ versus um, AJ versus Daniel Brown for the fourth time in like four months in big matches. Right? So, or, you know, like that's the thing where it's another example why I thought, like, another reason why um, for people that talk about the whole Charlotte thing being added to the, uh, the match. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.